Steve Elkins, and today's date is February 11th, 2024. Before I go back to Chance in West Virginia, we had a couple calls coming in tonight. I'm glad it's uh, it's Sunday night, and uh, you know sometimes Sunday nights can be kind of slow. And I know people have their their regimens and getting ready for the week, and you know they're tired and they just want to go to bed. Sometimes it's got it's nice that we have archives. If you miss the show, go to the archives of all the hosts. Actually, it's kind of nice to miss a show and then go back and see it on archive, listen to it in archives. But before I go back to uh, Chance in West Virginia, on my trips going to for my chemotherapy, the IV portion to the Orlando Cancer Center, uh, major psychological. This is really, really messing with my head here. You know, always been very healthy. I take care of myself, diet, exercise, and suddenly one day I start getting weaker and weaker and weaker, and then I actually pass out, fall down on the uh, pavement, and I can't figure out what's happening to me. I cannot figure. Out. Again, I thought it was myocarditis. So we get to the hospital. We got the diagnosis. We got the surgery. And you're going to do the chemo, and uh, that was one of the hardest things for me to do is to go into the hospital. And go down to the lobby and wait a little bit before we went up to the, the eighth floor and see all the faces. And they were all wearing masks. Pretty much everybody was wearing a mask. Some of them had no hair. My chemotherapy never took my hair. Uh, my hair is just as fine as it's long as it's ever been. And now it's short again. I got a cut. But uh, I didn't have any problem losing hair. Different side effects. But I looked at them. And one common thing they all had in common was with the mask, you focus on the eyes. That's what you focus on, eyes. And what I saw was the fear in their eyes and some of them death in your eyes. I was very bothered by this. It was, uh, again, this is all coming on so fast to me. I'm not sure, you know, what to do. I haven't quite taken the time. I hadn't found out the time to actually come to acceptance. It's kind of like the grieving process, the stages of grieving and acceptance being the last one. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm still shocked at what's happened to me here. And so now I've got to, uh, you know, do go through the regimen here, the cancer treatment regimen. So I go upstairs and I do my, what, a two-hour infusion. I hated it. Two-hour infusion. Everybody up there, you can see them in their different stalls. Oh, I have the IV pumping, you know, the tubing going to their port. They're all getting their IVs, their, their chemo. And when I finished, um, wife always said, Let's, you know, take you out for a bite to eat. You know, cheer you up a little bit. As I went downstairs and I had to go through that lobby again where people were waiting there, I actually stopped and I, I said a prayer for them. And uh, it's kind of an emotional thing to go through. And, uh, you know, it's like being helpless and trying to, you know, help others and you can't. You can't even help yourself. And I guess what I learned about this whole thing is I've always been close to God. I'm not, I'm not one of those guys that can throw scripture around. I've never been. I've got a few I can remember, but I'm not a scripture person. I just try to practice what I preach and live by. Live how I should live, how I think Christ, Christ would want me to live. 
and to help people. And um, it was I, I'm still not quite over that yet. I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, I'm coming up on one year, on the 25th of March. I'm still trying to piece it together of what happened. It's like being thrown out of a car wreck, waking up, uh, you're in the ICU, you've been in a coma for months and months and months, and people come and telling you, you miss this, you miss this, you miss this, and you're just trying to figure out you're trying to get back to something normal, something that feels normal again. And uh, it's it's and how people treat you too when you're sick. I got friends who are you all right, Steve? Are you low? today? I said, are you all right, Steve? Are you doing okay? I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. You know, and it's and then it's, it's that concern, care, and I understand it, but it pulls me back to where I was, which I'm still quite not there in, in acceptance. And uh, it is it is quite an experience, and I would not wish this upon anybody. And uh, it's changed my life in, in many ways, and maybe some positive ways. Uh, but it's also that uncertainty that I'm going to have to live with for a while. And uh, it's like a ticking time bomb. Could it go off? Maybe not. My father was diagnosed at 70 years old. The very pretty much the similar cancer that I had, colon cancer. He lived another 25 years to, to 95 years old. I don't think I lived to 95, but he did. He had a pretty good quality of life after the surgery and everything, and he'd fine. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that's that's my scenario situation too. Uh, enough of that. Let's go back to talk to Chance. Chance, you're, you're up again. Yeah, it was in March of 2005 for me when I was diagnosed. I, my, my first symptoms were all my extremities went numb, hands and legs, and I couldn't exhale. That's how I found out. Then I was rushed to the hospital, and after so many tests, they told me I had a tumor, big tumor, and it was cancerous. So, But, uh, you know, I found out then that the only people who really cared were my immediate family. And isn't it ironic? They're all passed away now, my entire immediate family. And the nursing staff and the doctors. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and um, I beat the odds, okay? Yeah. But let me tell you something. All you want is to be treated like a regular person. You don't want to be stared at. You don't want to be looked at like you're different. Yeah. Or you don't want to be looked at with pity and, you know, and as far as death, I made terms with that. I figure, oh, well, I go, I go. You know what's hard? Yeah. This is what's hard. You think to yourself this, well, if I pull through this, who the hell is going to want me? I'm damaged goods now. How's the rest of my life going to be? Would a yeah. woman ever want anything to do with me? When she finds this out, she's going to think I'm a leper. You know, and yeah. see, people have no idea what goes through your mind when you go through this. And that's what angers me about people, people's in, insensitivity to, to your, your illness. Uh, that's what angers me. But I've learned, but by the same token, I've learned a big lesson about people. Mm-hmm. See, so in other words, the cancer has been a blessing and a curse, not just a curse. And I'm lucky 18 years later now, let's see, 2000, it'll be 19 years in March this year. That's great. That's great. Yeah, 19 years in remission. And, uh, uh, but like I said, Steve, 
people actually made it harder. Not the disease itself. The disease, you, you could deal with a disease no matter how bad it is. Yeah. It's the people who yeah. make it harder in a lot of cases. It can be. It can be. Hey, uh, Chance, got to move on here. I got four okay, more to look. You know. Evidently I said something, and uh, people want to voice their opinion. I appreciate your your uh, your education, your wisdom, what happened to you, your experience, and uh, very similar to mine, but I appreciate you, you giving us that. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks again. Let's go back to the phones. Let's talk to Dave in Delaware. Welcome, Dave. For the way to pull the jurisdiction rug out from under the IRS, too. That's fine. That's fine. Um, Dave in Delaware is going to give us tax, tax advice, and that's okay for another time. Maybe there's plenty of other shows you can do that on, but we're talking about other things right now. I don't want to miss the momentum of hearing from you. So let's go back in and talk to Misty in Kansas. Welcome, Misty. Thank you, Steve. Uh, you know, uh, I could go all over this, and that was so interesting. Uh, the story you just had with a gentleman prior, yeah. you know, about the cancer. I've, I've got a, I've got a neighbor that has breast cancer, and uh, she's going. The family. She's she's young, you know, yeah. three kids. The family's going through a lot of things. Uh, she didn't take the shot, <laughs> by all means, but yeah. Anyway, you know, my father died of cancer. My uncle, he made it a good time. That was Agent Orange. But anyway, what I wanted to tell you is, you know what, Steve? I appreciate a human being that can uh, honestly correct themselves when they made... A, a wrong statement, right? Yeah, well, I, isn't, I that. isn't that what we're supposed to be? Isn't that how we yeah, learn? I, I'm not so proud to say, you know, everything I say is perfect and right, but uh, I, I was really kind of surprised. I, I mean, I thought my father was right. was Well, that's how we learn. Me, we learn. I looked it up, and whoever called yeah. me on that was absolutely correct, and uh, the yeah. transformation, the transmission it, are by other, other means, and uh, they're not mm -hmm. able to flip across you know, to another desk, to another person. Right, right. So I, I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, no, it's not wrong. It was just misspoken until you double-checked your process. That's what your program is about tonight, is it not? Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, it questioning what yeah. is going on. And as yeah. far as friends, you know what, Steve, I don't know who taught me this, but I've already always carried it in my heart and my soul you can count your friends on one hand yeah my father used and, to say that all the time yes yep. and that is the honest god truth and the yeah. older we get the more we see but anyway now i want to ju uh, jump to toby sure. and i i i yes the he's an excellent musician do I believe he jumped on the uh, war banging? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes, I I say yeah, you're one hundred percent correct. Now, yeah. did he truly know? So let's go to that point that you brought mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Did he even know anything about this? Okay. No, mo mo and most people don't. That's the problem. Oh. And when they when they saw the horrific, I mean, look at the mainstream media scripted this so well. Yeah. How many times do we t turn on the TV and just watch the towers go up, down, mm -hmm. up, down? 
I mean, we watched it until a point where, I mean, it was a saturation of, of horrific of fear. They did it, and, and, and people are We were programmed. You were programmed to yes. hate. And you Before know what? Before you even know who to blame, you were programmed yes. to hate. Correct. Yeah. Yes, yes. Do you know, I have a T-shirt. This is, I have it, and it was a picture of Saddam bin Laden, right? We know he was a CIA asset. Well, I learned. You see, that was my process, and that's where I can always go back and say, dang, I was wrong about this. You know what I'm saying? But I've got a T-shirt, an Honest to God T-shirt of his face that has a target on it. Right. To this day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, and then I want well, to look, jump. Look, also, look also at what we've seen in the media here. You know, they're telling this guy's a bad guy, this guy's a bad guy, try to give the reputation. And then uh, for some reason, uh, we can show pictures years earlier of Donald Rumsfeld shaking hands with Saddam Hussein. Exactly. And selling him chemical weapons, which he supposedly used on the Kurds. Uh, so you know this whole you're a bad guy. We'll tell you who the bad guy is. Don't don't question us. Don't right. Don't don't do your own homework and research. You know it had Toby. Well, Saddam Hussein anything. also wanted no. to go back to the gold standard. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. there's so many twists and turns in this. You know, yeah. in this life. You know, I kind of accept it. it. It is weird, but anyway. Going back to Toby Keith, he did take the shot. Oh, he did? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you can research that. He took Mm. it. It was like, you know how they're talking about people are getting this turbo cancer? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He took the shot because he wanted to continue to perform. Now, my mind, yeah, you can look this up. It's out there. Um, anyway, my mind went to, my gosh, dude, you got so much mammon, uh, fiat currency. Why would you do that? So, once again, that tells me, uh, no, he he he. Didn't research. And O.J., have you heard O.J. Simpson has cancer? No. No, he looks oh, yeah. pretty bad. It doesn't surprise Oh, me. bless his heart. <laughs> no. But he took the shot. Okay. And going, I also want to go to, I know I'm rattling on, but anyway, I wrote this stuff down that I wanted to talk to you about. The Dixie Chicks. And yeah. I agree with you on that. Yep, yeah, yeah. they were correct. They were the they were first. correct, and they were and they were uh, there was an attempt to to cancel them, silence them, and well, they careers. did. Yeah, and and for for being right, and this is the problem I have. And and mm. again, rather than debate somebody to say, well, you're wrong, and here's where you're wrong, they can't do that. So they have other methods to stop you from talking, and they make sure your message is never mm-hmm. heard by other people. And mm-hmm. uh, again, just to label you right about right off the bat, and not. And label you and not be able to debate the issue is a dead giveaway you're being lied to. Mm-hmm. Amen. Now, with with the Dixie Chicks, the only question I have with them, yes, they validified their stance, correct? Yeah. 
Right. They definitely did. Yes, they uh, did. By all means, but then why all of a sudden did they drop Dixie off their name? It was uh, that was when woke when woke came around and Dixie's is, is associated with racism. I don't and know. I'm from the there, and I ain't racist. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, know, that's what stuff. I wanted to say, and just always remember, yeah. Steve. Truly, you can count your friends on one, one hand. hand. That's right. Amen. Okay. okay. Thanks Talk for your call. Appreciate it. Thanks, Misty. All right, okay. let's get back to the phones here. We got a couple more in the loop here. Let's talk to Greg in California. Welcome, Greg. Hello, hello, Stephen. Hello, Greg. How you doing? It's Gregory. Uh, I'm doing, yep. Yep. and thank you for uh, taking my call. And uh, it's a beautiful day here in uh, Rough and Ready, watching the sun go down, but. Uh, I'm going to preface this, this by saying I love you, man, <laughs> but I disagree with you on, okay. on what? your allopathic uh, way, but you were trained that way, and that's why I can't comprehend about your friend is that <laughs> he knows that you were trained in the allopathic way, yeah. so being that he's uh, supposedly some naturalistic, homeopathic, or whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. he should be able to uh, comprehend you know, where you're coming from and not disparage your decisions. And well, not, you know, you know go this, to is the, not, this is the, not a, this is not an experiment. If you get the experiment wrong, you're history. And um, like I said, it, it had the uh, lymph nodes not been tainted with cancer, and they were major I would have said, well, it's not in the lymph system. It was all just one area here, regional, and you got it all. You cut it out, boom, you put it back together, and we're okay. I would have messed with it. I would have not even done thought of the, the chemotherapy, the oral or the, the IV. But uh, when you know, understand the lymph system itself and how the cancer gets in the lymph system and it goes to another lymph system and another system, another system, and targets certain, certain organs, then you start to say, well, I really don't have – can I can I really play science project with this one here? Can I can I do that? I got a lot of stuff at stake here now. I'm 62 <laughs> years old. I make the wrong mistake here and play science project here, and I can't go back and undo the science project. And it means I'm history. Hey. It's a lot to throw at you. It's a lot to be in your head to figure out which direction do I go. Like I said, no no lymph nodes. I wouldn't have done it. I, I'd been fine with it. And the, even the oncologist said you're you're you would have a good shot being fine because. They weren't in the lymph system. We got everything. And so yeah. that's the only thing that made a difference. I had to say, my wife and I discussing it. wasn't crazy about it. Did I want to do it? No. But I knew on the side of using some logic and what could possibly happen here. And what I've seen in my career 30 years, the side would be to do this. And that's the smart thing to do. It's to do the smart thing. And that's what I did well, for myself. That's where we differ. It's just, it's no big deal. Uh, when I was growing up, before my parents got divorced, I was going to be a allopathic surgeon. Mm-hmm. I was doing all the stuff to do that. And then I yeah. opened up my eyes to uh, a different reality. In fact, I, I was working at a hospital as a dishwasher, 
and talking to an intern, and he told me that the medical establishment back then was creating more diseases than they were curing. That was one of his uh, disparities about it. Yeah. But uh, anyways, I I see where you're coming from. Your ER, you know, emergency and and. Uh, it, you when, you, when you're in those shoes, it totally up. makes a difference. It's it's totally Pardon? different if you're in the shoes rather than looking at somebody else's situation. It's really right. everybody's right. looking at you to make the right decision, and I that's my decision I made. Hey, and you get to live with it, and and I did the same I thing. I I was I was failing a couple of times during my planet. I mean, where I could barely take a uh, just a a bit of a breath yeah. without the pain just shooting throughout my whole chest. I lost twenty five percent of my whole body weight. I was down to I mean, I'm down to seven teeth right now because I refuse to see those quacks they call dentists. Because of the lies and the torture they put me through, no, I, I won't do that kind of that misuse to my body anymore. I'd rather die, and it's my choice to die the way I want to die. Yep. And you know, and you got your way, and I respect you and for your decisions. And you know, like I said, I love yep. you, man. And right. whatever you decide is your choice. It and is. Hey, it is. If you're going to jump um, off a cliff. Or kill yourself. I'm going to try I, to I talk just didn't you like it, it that it was thrown in my face, and compared to this, uh, compared to Toby Keith uh, and his blind patriotism, I thought that's uh, first of all that's out of line. We're talking about something apples and oranges now, and you're throwing this in my face that I, I'm a hypocrite. Basically, I had a problem with that. Yeah. <coughs> yeah hey, anyway. I got to get going. I got more calls. I appreciate the call, Greg, but. Uh, yeah, uh, using logic, using rationale, and being able to stand by it when you make that decision. That's all I can say I did. And uh, and I, I talked to other people. I talked to plenty of people, but I had to make a choice uh, at some point in time, say, make the choice now or or live with it and see what happens. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I, I got too much, too much to accomplish yet. I'm not ready yet. So, Greg, I appreciate your call. Need to get back to the phones. Let's talk to uh, Rhonda in Missouri. Welcome, Rhonda. Hi, Steve. Um, I wanted to find out if you had changed your email address because yeah. I found an article I thought you might found it, find interesting. I, I didn't and change it. it. I just loaded up on one. So let me give it to you again. I gave it to the beginning of the show. Instead okay. of being off the beaten path, Steve at gmail.com, I've now simplified it just for the time being. It's OTBP, Steve at gmail.com. OTBP, which is off the beaten path. Steve at gmail.com. So I just put it two letters. Okay, this okay. is kind of a follow-up real quick to something okay. we talked about during COVID. But sure. um, that, late, that young woman who's, she was Down syndrome and they killed her and they wouldn't let her dad back in the hospital mm-hmm. with the yeah. name of the article. Now he's, now he's an activist, of course, because that's what people sure. are when they get mad enough. But... Yep. Uh, it's called Setting Us Up for the Kill, How They Legalized Murder, the PSYOP of the Ages. So I'll go ahead and send it to that email address. Yeah, and, please do. Uh, please do. Yeah, I think you'll that find it good. interesting. Yeah, all right. Thanks, Steve. Have a good night. All right. You got it. Hey, okay. thanks for the call. Appreciate it, Rhonda. Uh, Jason in Pennsylvania is my last caller, and I get back to some news. Jason, are you there? 
Hey, Steve. How are you? All right. I'm doing pretty good. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, just a quick question. Did you Have you had a chance to watch the series, The Truth About Cancer? There's uh, four seasons. Uh, I've not seen anything like that. I've watched a lot of documentaries. And uh, let, let me just say right off the bat, there is a cure for cancer, Jason. I think you know that. There is a cure for cancer. We have lots of cancer oh, cells in our many. body, and our immune system's always tackling and killing cancer cells. There is a cure for cancer, and it's being withheld because there's more money that can be made with cancer treatments than there is curing the cancer. And also, don't forget, there's a depopulation agenda at hand here now. So, uh, yeah, there's a cure. There's a cure. Well, there's many cures. There's many, many cures. But sure. I suggest at least go to thetruthaboutcancer.com okay. and get and watch the, all, those, all those series because uh, it's okay. a worldwide tour where you can hear all the different methods and all the different doctors uh-huh. that are using in different countries, including this yeah. one, of uh, the many different ways. Okay. And also, uh, have you read the book... Uh, Wellness Against All Odds by Dr. Sherry Rogers. You know, I, I, I do remember reading that one. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, one, revisit it, please, one, man. It'll, it'll, it'll save your life. That rings a bell. That rings a bell, that one. That one rings a bell. All righty. All righty? All right, Jason. Hey, thanks for your call. No, appreciate okay. it. I just wrote it down here, thetruthaboutcancer.com. I'll check it out. I appreciate your call. Thank you. Phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. Again, once again, my email address uh, has changed a little bit because I need to clean the old one up, so uh, it's going to take some work. Uh, it's the name of the show, Off the Beaten Path, but we're going to call it otbpsteve at gmail.com, and uh, you can send me articles or whatever else you want there. If you want the protocols, I've added a couple more protocols to my uh, health protocols for your your health during the, the illness season. I hate to call it the flu season because that's just a made-up word to uh, to get you to go to Walmart to the cold and flu aisle to make a lot of money. It's the season. Well, now, if you noticed, it's the season for illness every every month uh, since COVID has come with this the last three years or so. Uh, so, again, contact me on my email, and I'll be happy to send those protocols over. I actually used my protocols last – I think I, I, ward, I warded off a – an illness, uh, a bad head cold, my neighbor. You know, you go to somebody's house and you start talking to them and you realize, wow, uh, you're not good, are you? Uh, something wrong? You got an allergy? No, I got a head cold. Oh, geez, that's great. I need to be exposed to that. So I go home quickly and pull out my sinus irrigation and I said, I'm going to, if it's lodged in there in the sinus mucous membranes, I'm going to pull it out and I nail it hard. And guess what? Never happened. I should have probably had the cold. I should have got his cold being in his space, and I didn't get it. So they do work, and the faster you get on it, uh, the faster you'll you'll get rid of something or uh, definitely make sure it doesn't implant itself. My protocols really do work. I seriously do mean that. Uh, phone lines again, 512-248-8252. Let's talk about the interview Tucker Carlson did with uh, Vladimir Putin. I was blown away. I was kind of excited. I knew he was there in Russia. I knew what was going on. And he actually mentioned about that a few months ago. He was trying to do this earlier and that the United States government was blocking him, you know, spying and blocking him, making sure he could not uh, get this interview kicked off. But he, uh, he carried out the interview. Very well done. Very professional. 
And it's funny that uh, all the, the backside right now, people are all criticizing him. He's a traitor to America. This actually goes to what I was talking about earlier about the blind patriotism. You're being told and programmed to hate somebody, but you haven't heard the other side yet. Amazing. Stay tuned. More to come. tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February... Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply, plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. Or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Health Simple with Colorado Shilaji. Fact bit number two. In Ayurvedic pharmacology, Shilaji is the king Raza Yoga Vahayana. Razayana is one of the comprehensive disciplines of Ayurveda. It comprises of specialized uses of herbal minerals to achieve the optimum state of health. Razayana is a path to achieve homeostasis and thus retarding the process of aging and the prevention of diseases. Shilaji stands alone as the king herbal mineral over all other earth-made substances. Within Razayana, Shilaji is the ultimate substance that improves quality of plasma and blood. Thus, it strengthens and promotes health to all tissues of the body. Legit Shilaji, like Colorado Shilaji, 
is as the literal Sanskrit translation implies. Shilaji is the conqueror of mountains and the destroyer of weakness. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. discussion of what's going on with this uh, uh, giving you my uh, interpretation of the Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin which I said was outstanding outstanding uh, interview uh, two, th- two hours and nine minutes I watched it in its entirety on Thursday my wife and I sat back and watched it I recommend you uh, going to TuckerCarlson.com watching it I think it's also on X you can watch it there also I was happy that it wasn't blocked uh, Elon Musk had promised Tucker Carlson that there will be no interruption in service. I expected the, ser- the server to be hacked and to make sure that people could not watch this. That's what they do. You know, they're very tricky here. They don't want you to learn the other side. You know, Zelensky had his day. He's been in before the Congress. He's been he's been on everything uh, to make his point of his case. And you have not heard the other side, which is interesting because if you go back to the motto on Fox back in the day. Remember, it was all fair and balanced, fair and balanced. We're Fox News. We're fair and balanced. Okay, well, fair and balanced means you hear from both sides, right? Sure it does. You hear from both sides. And, of course, they don't want you to hear the other side because it goes against their narrative. Talk more about that, but we got another call online here. So we go back to the phones, and let's talk to Dan in Washington. Welcome, Dan. Hey, Steve. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry you're going through all that. I didn't know that you had cancer like that and yeah uh yeah so i wish you the best of luck and uh oh, I, yeah. people people are uh you know i used to listen to uh well, i still listen to jeff rance and he has his guest uh called mm-hmm. leonard caldwell you know and uh he was a good call you know i still would listen but you know you keep saying i can cure cancer i can cure cancer i know how to do this and it's just yeah. like we'll prove it can you prove that you can cure cancer or you, you should be saying that to people well but, actually, uh, if you actually do have a cure for cancer and it is legit guess what you've just uh you're gonna have a short lifespan because they're gonna take you out yeah they're, they're going to take uh, you out because we can't have a we can't have a cure out there. I mean, look at the pharmaceuticals, the billions of dollars they made. Just look at COVID, the lies you learned from COVID, for God's sakes. Uh, you know, if there's a cure for cancer, and there is one, it is safeguarded. It's in a vault. I don't know who actually gets it, but uh, if they released it, uh, they would, uh, well, they'd lose a lot of revenue. The drug companies, the hospitals, the treatment centers, all this, all the paraphernalia that goes along with, with cancer treatment disappears if they can cure cancer. And again, uh, don't forget, there is a depopulation agenda at hand right now. So we don't want cures for diseases. We don't want cures for diseases. There's more money to be made in treating symptoms. That's pretty much their motto. I uh, I, I would do that. If, if I had any 
cancer anywhere, I would just say cut it off instantly. I wouldn't, you know, I, I would do exactly what you did. I wouldn't screw around and waste time. And I know a girl that uh, she got diagnosed with breast cancer, and it's almost like they're trying to kill her because she got a lump in her boob. And then yeah. so she does the chemo, they cut out the lump, and then after all that, they say, oh, we found another lump. And then she goes back on the chemo, and uh, they still haven't cut the other ones out. And I'm like, they should have just cut your, now it's now it's spread to her armpit, mm-hmm. it's spreading all around, and they should have just yeah. cut her boobs off right at the start, you know? Yeah, mastectomy <laughs> mastect- and, and remove the lymph nodes. It's called a it's called yeah. a radical mastectomy. Take the lymph nodes along with the breast tissue. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, why why are they wasting time? And uh, I, I mean, it, it's weird how Suzanne Summers died of that, too, you know? And it's like, why didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I wonder, uh, if, I wonder if she'd taken the vaccine later on. I wonder if she'd actually taken the shot. Totally. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I mean, I... I uh, yeah, you know, the the medical industry, as far as the, the American system, if you have a good surgeon, uh, you know, we're pretty good at stuff like that. Stents in your yeah. heart, whatever you got to do to uh, do surgery. And, yeah, the safest thing is just cut it off, you know, and then worry yeah. about the rest later. Right. Uh, real right. quick. I have trouble with my nose lately. What kind of? I was looking at these new Vage things. Do you yeah, use yeah. that? What is, is that? What you got? You know the thing <laughs> I don't like about Navage. I actually ordered one of those. The problem with the Navage, it actually works, but you have to buy their little saline capsules that they actually right, right. pop in there. I don't like that. I like to. I was trying to figure a way to rig it to put my own solution in there, and uh, there's some kind of pressure relief in there. Something. That's got a sensor, some computer chip that won't allow you to do that. Even if I fill, refill the uh, the capsule and put a piece of tape over and then punch down through it, it still won't allow you to do it. So they pressurize those somehow. I, I'm trying wow. to figure out how to turn one of those into one of my machines that I can just add my own fluid. So I use it the old-fashioned way, you know, the uh, the neti pot, and it works yeah. great. Uh, I would love to if somebody could just figure out how to change that that you could actually <laughs> enter your own fluid and not be relied to by these capsules, these little pods all the time. I was actually just watching YouTube videos on that. The guy said he was, there's a couple videos on, because that's why I didn't buy it. I'm like, okay, but it only comes with 20 of those pods, and then you got to yep. buy more of that. I'm like, that's kind of a scam. And I think that's the only brand that I see that even does that as far as... Yeah, there's they all have something of a very similar situation. Like I said, if we could figure out how to bypass that and uh, just put your own solution in the reservoir and then use that to go through and come back out, I would love that machine because it does a good job. Uh, Other than that, your your reliance on keep continue to buy those little pods forever and ever. So you're just that's what I'll just that's what I decided too. I'll just use this nutty pot thing for a while. Yeah, use the nutty pot. Oh, if you want my solution, just contact me on email and I'll send it over to you. It's a piece of cake right. and uh it does work. It does work. I just get my I can't breathe through my nose half the time and then I started using yeah. aphrin. Well then you're so not getting good rest either. You need to you need to do this right. before you go to bed and so you can totally evacuate and clear out the sinuses so you can get a good night's sleep. Okay. All right, okay. I'm gonna, I just started doing it. Thanks, and uh, have a have a good uh, weekend. 
Thanks. You got it. Talk to you soon. All right. All right, let's get back to this uh, interview that Tucker Carlson did with uh, Vladimir Putin. I thought it was very well done. I thought it was very professional. And it's funny that uh, people are, you know, lashing out at him, trying to make him look bad. He's not a patriot. He's, it's treason. They're trying to find ways to punish him now for a journalist being a journalist. And they don't even want to call him a journalist. They say pretty much he's just a talk show host. But uh, I think he does have some journalism background. And he handled the interview very, very well. I was very impressed. Like I said, I, I maintained, I watched the entire two hours and nine minutes with my wife on Thursday night. And uh, I was impressed. Now, those who criticize him uh, have been given the excuse, and here's the again the excuse of we've been trying to reach out and be a professional journalist here. We've been trying to reach out for years. Well, we're coming up, up, up on two years, so don't come a years when it's just almost two years old the war itself in Ukraine. But we've been trying to do the right thing, you know, get the honest you know, impression on the other side, and we can't do it. He will not agree to us. Well, I don't buy that for a moment. But if I did buy that for a moment, I would say, why, why wouldn't he agree with you? Well, you're the mainstream media. Uh, you, you, uh, you throw out a lot of lies out there, a lot of propaganda out there. So, yeah, why am I going to trust you to, to do the interview and then take it back and edit it and script it and uh, make me look bad and, and uh, take away from the intent of the interview itself? I'm not going to trust you. He doesn't trust, trust Western media, and he shouldn't. I don't trust Western media. You shouldn't trust Western media. All right, we've caught them in lies. We we see the the numbers for MSNBC and CNN are losing lots of viewers. People are tired of being lied to. They've gone to Newsmax. They've gone over to Real America's Voice. No, I'm, I'm going to give somebody who I think is credible, who will hear my side and not change it and script it and sculpt it to be something else other than the interview I give you. Um, Tucker did a fine job. Tucker did a fine job at it. And, again, moving on, that they were trying to uh, make him look like a Russian sympathizer. He's a Russian stooge. He's a Russian agent, uh, of which none are true. He's simply saying we should hear from the other side. You have the right to hear the other side and to research for yourself, to hear the other side of why this is happening. And then you make your own judgment. You make your own decision where you are on this, on this topic. And he did that. He did that well. He did that well. Now, again, the mainstream media is angry because uh, they said they didn't get their shot at at doing the interview. They would have not carried out this interview in a fair and balanced way. Matter of fact, that's what Fox's uh, motto was: fair and balanced. But you didn't hear it. You would never hear it because we haven't seen fair and balanced in a long, long time. When it comes to in association with CNN, MSNBC, ABC News, NBC News, we don't see fair and balanced. We see a bias. We see a scripted agenda to make somebody look bad and somebody make look to be made look good. Uh, that's what we've been dealing with for the last three years and be, before that, even before that. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. Mainstream media is the poorest I've ever seen. I've never seen where you know mainstream media has, has decided to pick a horse for a winner. That's never been the job of the mainstream media to pick a horse. Who is the winning horse for this race? That's not their job. Job is to give you the information, the details, the facts, and you decide for yourself. But that's not what it's about anymore. That's not what it's about. So I think they need to find job. Um, I do realize that we have Trump derangement syndrome, but we have a new syndrome out there. Another TDS, Tucker derangement syndrome now. So they're on, they're on the war path going after Tucker, trying to find ways to sanction him. Sanction him? What, what do you mean by sanction 
Tucker Carlson, what do you mean by that? You mean like freeze his bank account? Don't allow him to get paid? What do you mean by that? Sanction his uh, sanction Tucker Carlson. It makes no sense. Uh, finding ways to uh, say that he violated the Espionage Act. You got nothing. And, and actually, I, I would like to see Tucker go on air and say, hey, go pound some sand. You've got nothing. I'm simply a guy that was trying to do his job. I did my job. I did it to the best of my ability. And I think America learned something, didn't they? You know what I learned from the uh, Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin? You know what I learned? I learned that Putin is a pretty damn smart guy. I learned he knows his Russian history. And we have a man in the Oval Office who doesn't know his name. <laughs> so, who, who do you want to believe? The guy that confuses, uh, I shook hands with the uh, the dead French president, doesn't uh, who believes that uh, Mexico borders Israel, Gaza? You know, who, who confuses world leaders all the time? Is that the guy you really want to put a lot of faith and trust in? Speaking of which, let's get to that. Let's get it. Let's get to that. Lead into that. We only got a little bit left. Uh, but uh, this plan to remove Joe Biden. Uh, this whole thing of Joe Biden speaking to the press and then doing a Q&A session. <laughs> All scripted. All scripted in a very bad way. Joe can't do anything without crib notes, little little index cards. This thing was to, this was uh, purposeful. This was designed to show you how bad Joe Biden's cognition is. No, no doubt about it. This was a planned to throw you out there, let you sink, try to swim and tread water, and then sink, and let the American people know how bad you are cognitively. And, of course, the special prosecutor now looking into these documents in Joe Biden's garage in Delaware next to his red Corvette, um, while he was a, a senator and also a vice president under Obama, <clears throat> that they decided they can't charge him. They can't charge him with him. They can't prosecute him. They can't have a trial and put him before a jury because he's well-meaning. He's an elderly man with a very poor memory. And his cognition evidently is very, very poor. So poor enough that we can't prosecute you, but not poor enough we can't oust you out of the Oval Office. Doesn't make much sense, does it? He's not all there. Again, why they brought him out to do this Q&A session was to expose how bad his cognition really is, the guys out there. Uh, I knew this a long time ago. I could see the signs of the anger, the anger signs of lashing out at reporters and, and spectators and people in the crowd. You know, it's, come on, man, you want to duke it out? You want to, you know, this, this is the actions, this is the behavior of somebody with, uh, with dementia, with Alzheimer's, actually. And I've seen it time and time again. It's quite clear to me that he is not all there. And so what we can't expect now to happen, I assume is going to happen, is even the Democrats are now saying, we can't win with this guy. We cannot win with this guy. But you know what? we got to do something. And the clock is ticking here. The clock is ticking. we got till November. we got to get this guy. But we have to find somebody, first of all. We have to get him out. And we have to find somebody and groom them in order to be competitive in this race for the presidency in 2024. So basically what we saw here was the outing, the, the Department of Justice, the deep state has decided to throw Joe Biden under the bus to get rid of him. And now they will use the 25th Amendment 
the 25th Amendment to remove him. He's gone. Who's going to be his backup? Who's going to replace him? Not Kamala. Now, we heard that from James O'Keefe in his uh, little secret investigation recording. They don't like Kamala Harris either. She's a brainless idiot. She's not going anywhere near the Oval Office. they got to find somebody else. Is it Gavin Newsom? I don't know. I don't think so. He's destroying California. That doesn't look very promising for him. It's, uh, it looks like maybe Michigan's uh, Gretchen Whitmer might be a possible candidate, but she's not done a great job in Michigan either. So, to me... It is, uh, it is, uh, it's a bad situation to be in if you're on the Democratic team to find somebody who could be convinced to take the job and who could convince the American people that he has the, or he or she has the goods to uh, to fix the problems that the Biden administration has just left us. Um, a bad situation to be in. But don't forget, do not forget my three steps of how you steal an election. My three steps of how you steal the election. First of all, you have lots of polling. And with each polling, it gets narrower and narrower and narrower until, you know what, it's almost a neck-and-neck race. Wow, it's too close to call. It's too close to call. Number two, you have no exit polling whatsoever. You don't stop people and ask them how you voted. And they they use the excuse, well, you can't do that because that's uh, a private thing. You can't ask people how they voted. That's why we have, you know, you go in the little booth and you close the curtain and you do what you got to do. It's very secret, secret stuff here, how you voted. But you do absolutely no, no uh, exit polling whatsoever. And, and number three, number three is how you take this, how you rig an election, is you have a computer glitch. You have a computer glitch, and by golly, it's messed up, and it's erased votes, and it's erased the knowledge. And the, the track, the trail to get there has been erased. We don't know how people voted, but we have the numbers. For some reason, so much was erased, but the total tally numbers have not been erased. Therefore, we declare them the winner. And you thought 2,000 mules was something uh, big, yes, and exposed the corruption of the, of the Biden administration, how they stole the election. You ain't seen nothing yet. 2,000-plus mules. They're going to use the same damn system they used in 2020 against Donald Trump. and uh, Or they're going, to, they're going to find a way to actually not have the election at all. I'm still thinking maybe that's the direction that will happen because they don't have enough time to groom somebody. And if they found somebody and put them in, they didn't have enough time to groom them to make them look presidential, to do the debates and all the other stuff you got to do to convince people you have a platform to fix the country. They don't have enough time to do that. Therefore, you delay or stop the election altogether. And that's, that's where I think they may head to stop the election or that was kill Donald Trump, one or the other, assassinate the guy. That's quite possible. As far as uh, let's go into the uh, Supreme Court decision here. I want to talk about a little bit of that while we got a little bit of time remaining. Uh, their decision to allow Donald Trump back on the ballot in Colorado was to set a precedent, a precedent to tell the other state or the governing uh, Democrat states, basically pretty much their, uh, their Supreme Courts, to not bother. We are the supreme beings, and uh, so they shot down Colorado. He has to be back on the ballot again in Colorado. And so Hawaii was up next, actually. They were trying to remove him in Hawaii. So now all these other states, these Democrat-governed states, are looking at, I want to take him off the ballot, have realized that, well, the Supreme Courts have already decided, and they are the Supreme Court. And uh, they've already decided this. Basically, you can you can just say whatever you want. And to stop this nonsense of states deciding 
to being the judge, jury, and executioner to stop these states from doing this. And, and, and finally nip this in the bud, as Barney Fife would say, nip this in the bud, that the Supreme Court has made a statement to say, no, uh, you would disenfranchise voters. It's, it's not legal. And uh, the feds have already done their investigation on Donald Trump as far as insurrection goes. They found nothing. They've got nothing. They have no intent. They have no declaration. They have got nothing. There was no firearms. Uh, what we saw was a pretty much a barriers being taken down by the D.C. Capitol Police, allowing people to come in, giving little escorts uh, a tour. But we did not have an insurrection. Uh, it was not planned out that way. It was simply a lot of people showing up, some people acting badly, most of the people acting acting well-behaved, and you had people that were just unhappy with the the outcome of uh, an election. And it was a stolen election. I mean, if if... Barack Obama, I'm almost like I like I would love for him to slip up and actually say to Joe, Joe, you didn't win by 80 million more votes than my, myself. There's no way. I mean, you're an idiot. Remember, I used to say anything Joe touches, he f's up. I mean, that's true. So the guy who f's up everything he touches gets 80 million more votes than than Barack Obama. Yeah, I would just love for a slip up one time from Obama to say that, Joe, we rigged it for you, man. Come on, man, we rigged it for you. So that's the situation we have there. Uh, let's talk really quickly about the rejected immigration plan, uh, the bill. It is not an immigration bill. <laughs> it was an ominous bill. What it was was a pathway to amnesty and citizenship for those illegals and then giving them the right to vote. Um, oh, geez, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see that. James, James Drop. Sorry, James. I didn't see it. I didn't look down my computer. Uh, it was uh, basically an amnesty program. Omnisman bill with a lot of pork stuffed in there. And, uh, you know, there's something on the Internet. They asked the illegals who came over, who got over, if you had a chance to vote, who would you vote for? Well, I'd vote for Joe Biden because he's he's trying to help us. So basically it was an ominous bill looking uh, more as amnesty and citizenship, money for Ukraine, money for Israel, and uh, $20 billion or so for the border problem, which would go to the federal border patrol to become Travelocity to uh, make the arrangements to bus and ship the illegals all over the country, not to stop the invasion itself. This thing is all very purposeful, very much a purposeful thing. Uh, the Democrats are blaming Republicans for this border cr- crisis. It's not a Republican thing. It's on your clock. You remember the old saying, the, the buck stops here? It's on your watch. It's you that caused this, this problem here. Uh, but you, you can't pass gas in the elevator and then blame it somebody else on the in the elevator it just doesn't work we know we know where the direction of the stink comes from it's right there it's that guy and so the democrats must take responsibility for it but uh, again it's it's all very much scriptus and purposeful to bring illegals into the country to change the face of america i think even obama said this once if i change the face of america we will control it and run it forever and i'm sure that's pretty much what he meant uh, bring in, change the face of America, give them voting rights, and we will control everything f- from this day forward. Pretty much the situation there. Uh, one last thing to talk about, and I threw a question out there, a couple people, my my text. With this border problem and millions have flooded into this country, I'm thinking about the schools and the hospitals on this illegal immigration. The schools already have poor education, very poor education. COVID made it much, much worse the last three years. Test scores are low. The children are psychologically damaged. 
And uh, so because of social distancing, and now you want these schools to handle millions of kids who don't speak a lick of English. I wish I could get more on that. James is back. We're going to get him in real quick here. James, you got about 30 seconds to a minute. It's you. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yes, sir. Um, I'm here making uh, chicken soup. And um, I got a recipe. I use vodka. You, you know what they call chicken soup, don't you? You know, what, you know what they call chicken soup, though, right? What do you mean? You mean it's like called, the Jewish it's uh, referred idea? To as, uh, it's referred to as Jewish, pe- Jewish penicillin. Yeah, yeah, that's garlic. <laughs> yeah. You know, I put vodka in a splash of vodka for the bacteria, but uh, I'm going to have a glass of wine, and I thought I'd invite you to have a glass with me. So, <laughs> I would love to. I would love call. to. A glass of wine is good for the cardiac. I've always recommended red wine. Uh, it's Even cardiologists I know recommend red wine to a limit, you know. Yeah. Not, yeah. But Here's good, a tip, by the way. When yeah. someone says to you, there's no such thing as viruses, you go back and say, oh, yeah, what if you get bit by a raccoon or a skunk? You're going to go to the hospital for rabies toxin or what? There yeah. you go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Good point to make. Right. James, have thank Alrighty. you for your call. You know what? This yeah. is the time right now. I've Bye got now. so much more information that I have. I would love to be back on Monday nights doing the John Stadler show, the National Interior Report, but it's not possible. Hey, thank you for listening. Thank you for your calls tonight. Health, happiness, and safe travels. We will. Talk again. Good night. you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model Easy 4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network.